Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans. Tonight we are talking doom and gloom, but don't worry. We are here for you, to feel for you, to talk you through it. The loss of Mary, Jack, is he ever going to be forgiven by the boys? All that and more coming at you right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I mean, you guys, cries, so many cries. Did everyone cry this episode? Yes. I I I did a lot of waving the tears off. Okay. It was like, no, my little Grinch heart was like breaking. Oh, you're in Grinch colors today. I am. Hey guys, that's over there. You see who that is? That's that's my good girl, Cherry Davis. Hi. And next to her, looking as dapper as ever, ah. is Brendan Haley. Brendan. Thank you for the introduction. You're welcome. And right now, next to me, with the eyeliner on point, this is Miss Jackie Ray. Yes, yes. She noticed the <laughs> eyeliner. I did. I did. You guys, I'm Lindsay Wegner. Tonight we are talking with you all about season 14, episode 18, Absence of supernatural. There's an absence in our hearts. Yes. Yes. Someone's yes. missing. There's an absence in my stomach because I haven't eaten yet. <laughs> That's why we get along. Know. You know what yeah. I mean? I always think it's gonna it's gonna be a little growly. Oh, National Dog Day. Growly. Uh. Oh, Crowley. No. We're having so many epiphanies right now. I know, all the epiphanies. Yes. I'm just trying to keep the mood light. Since today was literally doom and gloom and pink mm-hmm. gloom, which I kind of liked, but you know, it, it's it's a tough day. We've got Cass and the boys fighting. I don't know what's going on with this Duma chick. Oh, just it's a it's a rough day. There's so much we're going to talk about. We are going to talk about the boys being angry with Cass. We are going to talk about the possibility of Jack being forgiven and how the boys can even come to terms with what just happened. All that and more. But first, everyone, what were your initial thoughts for tonight's episode, Brendan? Oh, God. I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I might have been on Twitter in the moments before I started watching, and I might have sort of spoiled it. Oh, boo! So I didn't... I know, I know, what do I you know. Mean? Well, no, I read that uh, Mary was dead. Okay. Shocker, I know. Um, <laughs> but so I wasn't initially shocked as everyone else was, but then it started going, the story started getting into it more, and what got me were the callbacks to previous episodes where she was just having nice moments with Jack, moments with Dean and and, um, Sam, and it was just so heartbreaking to see all these moments. How did the flashbacks affect you, Jackie? I'm sorry, should I? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so for <clears> me, it was like, um, for those of you who don't know, which most of you guys here know, but my, my dad passed in 2015. And so when he passed, 
it was exactly so the flashbacks got to me not because of the sentimental value of of Mary but because in my head that's exactly how I would be like literally driving along and then things would kind of go black and white and I would see me and my dad fishing or you know me and my dad going bowling like and it was just like that so while I appreciated that it did give me a little emotion they're always so good at tugging the heartstrings you too you got something in there Cherry thoughts about tonight's episode I was hoping nothing happened because I knew it would just break apart our family. But, um, you know, we really got to talk about my Winchester boys getting all mad because for once somebody was putting somebody else first and they got mad. Because, you know, Cassio did promise to take care of Jack to his mom. So, hey. But I still love my Winchesters. But the what's... Discuss here the fact, though, that we've said from the beginning of this season, there's going to be a death of one of the main characters. And I was hoping that it wasn't going to be Cass. I'm sorry. If Mary's the casualty of all of this, this isn't the worst thing that could happen. I hope you guys in the chat don't hate me for (laughs) saying that. But I'm going to just jump on that for a second, because it might not be the worst thing. It's extremely sad and traumatic. But it's going to drive the drama between all the other characters as it did this episode. And we might get something even worse because of it. Well, and that's that's the point, is the drama, obviously. And she had all her goodbyes last episode. We all noticed that, that she was doing the goodbye to her. So I'm like, this isn't going to end well. If you're already <laughs> starting it looking like this is the the demise. I would like to point out, though... Last week, I said she's dead. You guys, no, we don't know. We didn't see her. Can, I want my Jackie was right moment. Jackie was, was right. Thank Jackie you. Was right. Jackie was right. I was with you, but I was I was pondering the idea of her being taken over by Satan, which is still up for debate. There's a yeah. body. Someone could create... That sounded weird. Um, <laughs> but a demon or something could crawl in. They had a Viking funeral. I know. And Mary was on borrowed time. She'd already died when they were kids, and then she came back. So really, every day was a precious gift. I agree with you on that, Cherry. Okay, let's do a from far away. I did think it was slightly hilarious, though, when they went when Cass went to heaven and she had two death dates. Yes, (laughs) yes. Which is, but that's that's completely exactly what Cherry's saying is that she already had the time, and now she got to see the boys grown up, and as she said, brave, kind, heroic. All these great qualities, because you never know. It's going to be a surprise. You think you're failing them, (laughs) but they turn out to be such wonderful humans, which is exactly what she'd hoped would happen. And she got to be here the last couple years and spend that time. And like you said, each day was a gift. And that's that's how she took it. That's all that anyone can ask for Mm -hmm. who's experienced loss or uh, the loss loss of a loved one is getting that chance to see that person again. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God, if we And then she got to have... A childhood growing up feeling with Jack that she missed out on with Sam and Dean. Mm. She did, but I, Shruti, hi Shruti, uh, she was tweeting me and she was telling me though that, you know, Mary was never this great mother and even with Jack. <laughs> I mean, are still, there any good parents in this franchise, this universe? Well, I mean, yeah. uh, what's uh, the top mom? Yes, the top mom. yes, 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 yes. Oh, oh my god, oh my god, my favorite, Zach and Cody. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, I think she's a, I think she's, she's a, a really great mom. mom. Yeah. yeah, 
I can. I um, will agree with you on that. What's her? Uh, Jody Mills. Jody Mills. Yeah. Jody, yes. Character. Jody. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's a great mother, but I think you're right too. Like, how many really great moms do we get to see? Uh, a lot of them don't live not long enough to be great moms. No, because we don't get the opportunity mm-hmm. and they kill. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the Star Trek red shirt theory. Yeah. Like, if you're a good person in this universe, you're just off. Yes. Oh, <laughs> and remember the original Hunters, the mom that had the bar, Joe. She. Yes. Someone was saying they wanted Joe she and was a her. Good. It was Joe was the younger girl. Yeah, and the mom and the daughter had such a good relationship. And she was like a dead mother for Sam and Dean as well. Mm. So she was a good mother too, but then she got all blowed up with all the other hunters. Ivan said, not even God was a good parent. Ooh. Ooh. That's, that's hard. God has been, kind of, <laughs> has been absent. He's, been He's absent. an absent father. He's going to be pissed when he comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the conflict with Cass that we have that has now been created because Sam and Dean are at the bunker no one's around no one's answering the phone Cass calls them and says I'm a little worried about him because of what he did with the snake and they're like okay so you knew something but you didn't say anything and we come to find out that in in some way Mary is gone we are not 100% for sure yet but that Mary's gone and Dean is in full-blown, not rage yet, but he's angry and he's like, you will be dead to me if something has truly happened here. And did you guys feel for Cass when he said, this was my responsibility, I was supposed to look after him, I wanted to do this on my own, I didn't want to get you involved, I wanted to fix the problem. Did you feel for him? I, or were you a little bit more on Dean's side? And you guys in the chat or on YouTube or Twitter, please let us know your thoughts, too, because we want to hear what you think about it. But panel here, what did you think? I, it's such a delicate topic to pick apart because, on one hand, Dean is so validated in how he's feeling, but also Castiel did do his best, and he was trying to find a way to fix it. Much like Jack, but, you know. We know I mean, this is the storyline of, of, I mean, yes, you're right. I can see both sides of it. But Dean, and I, and I totally get it, especially when you're angry and you're emotional. Sometimes it's, it's difficult to self-reflect. But Dean's been right here. Dean's been that guy who's kind of known something is wrong, but, you know, he wants to fight to bring Sam back, you know, or whatever. Like, he, he knows what that's like. But at the same time... If that means mom is gone, and shout out to Rowena for delivering that information in the most politically correct way possible. Oh, I don't know where she is or what happened, but she's no longer on this earth. That's like, I know you're going to freak out if I just say she's dead, so I'm just going to put some Make sugar try, on this yeah, for you a little help bit. In any way that we can. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so I just felt like, and I was glad to see that even though in Dean's anger, he didn't hulk out too much and completely exile Cass, but he did need that space I feel sorry for them but I totally sympathize with Castiel because his first loyalty was to the memory of Jack's mom that he made all these promises to and the little incremental things that Jack did on their surface weren't really what I'd call evil they were just like he's still learning and he still just doesn't understand it's just the, the absence, this is, of, it's the absence of good like Cass said. It's not that he's doing bad, it's the absence of good and he thinks he's helping. Yes. I mean, it's like a it's like a little kid when they see an insect or a kitty and they just grab it and start squeezing it and you're like, oh, you can't you can't squeeze it that hard. 
But they think they're like, I'm just squeezing the kitty. Mm. They don't know the consequences of their action because they haven't learned. That's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he hasn't had time and to learn. And he hasn't learned that behavior yet. He's yeah. literally a two-year-old. Yes. Billie Jean Girl 24 said, I felt bad for Cass, but it wasn't his fault. It was all their fault. I think you're right. And I, later on, I loved when Sam had made that point. And he goes, look, we all thought this. We all saw things. You wanted to, like, I wanted to save him. That just, we all did this. It's not completely on Cass. And I'm glad they did that because I was really feeling for for Cass. And then obviously the rage did come out when Dean found out that she was no longer on Earth and he broke the chair. And you see Sam with the, like, lip quiver. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God. Here we go. Here come the waterworks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they all failed Jack because everybody was so busy. They were trying to save Sam. They were trying to save Dean. They were trying to save the new hunters. And none of them realized you have to hold his hand and lead him down the right path. Because as much as I love Castillo, Castillo still isn't quite 100% understanding humanity. Either that's as well. Tr- yeah, no, that's true. But you know who didn't fail us, guys? The viewers of AfterBuzz TV. And I just want to take a very quick second to say thank you so much for your patronage and your viewership of the studio. Everything that you guys do, both online and in viewer viewing, uh, helps us do what we love to do and makes us the ESPN of TV talk. We ask that you, if you are uh, watching us on YouTube right now, please click the subscribe button. If you are listening on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. Comment in the live stream or on social telling us that you did so, and you'll get a shout-out on air with us, the cool kids on the block. So do that, guys. Thanks so much. Ah, That's right. You guys aren't failing us. And I just saw that Chris Moe said, how do you think Sam and Dean will go out next season? I definitely want to... Let's just... Sidebar. Let's talk right. about this for yeah. a second, because I I know this, this would be a prediction thing, but let's just talk about it quick right now. Do you guys think the show is going to end with Sam and Dean dying? Yes. No. <laughs> oh! Okay, yes. I'm a I'm a no. You're a, a yes. yes. Cherry's a no. Brendan, I'm an undecided. <laughs> <laughs> you need to see what happens at the end of this season. Yeah, I don't. There's so many things that could happen so quickly in the blink of an eye. I don't honestly know how to gauge it. Yeah, but talk about living on borrowed time. How many times have Sam and Dean skirted death? That's yep, true. Billy's you know waiting I mean? for that yeah. moment. She's already knowing it's and going on. And I can on. just see it, I, you know, because we already know that Mary is with John, with her husband. And so I could just see the last scene being, you know, mom and dad and the boys reunited in this beautiful thing. And it fades to a sunlight white. While the earth burns. I mean, they're not here, so it's still beautiful in a way. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough. Okay. Or Jack is even... just reigning omnipotent. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, even, I don't even want to think about the boys ending right now. Let's talk more about this episode because this was already hard enough. But, Chris Mill, that's a great question. Thank you for bringing that up for us. Um, shout out to you. Uh, so, Jack. <laughs> Jack, 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 Jack. And Nick. Yeah. And and well, what it's did, still Jack. It is still Jack, but I'm going to say I call this one. Nick's not around. He's gone. Right. Mm-hmm. He be gone. This was a flashback or whatever. His like little angel devil sitting like on his shoulder. Or As he says, it's it's him. He's kind of manifesting, which makes me wonder if like I remember one of you was saying last week when he was saying, "Leave me alone." Was it that voice in his head? 
that was. See that, I, I actually really loved how the writers played this one because I, we've talked about this on the show before. Like, it's almost weird. And I, you and I have talked about it now because when, when my dad passed, like, I still hear his voice all the time. And when I get into some mess, I almost slipped up, but I didn't. When I, <laughs> when I get into some mess, I literally hear him like like it's audible you know what I mean so even though it's not Lucifer I thought it was dope that he kind of manifested his vision of his dad to help him get through this thing I loved how the, the writers played this well one. it's a metaphor for grief right. too it, it's, a, it's a demon mm-hmm. grief I'm thing. going with dad Okay. okay, you're going with the nice thing. I'm like, it's terrible. It's trauma. Well, let's first off. I have to give major props to Nina Lopez Corrado, who directed the episode. We had her in the studio a couple years ago, and the, when whatever episode it was, I should have looked up which one it was when we had her in. But uh, she has directed before, and it was a very, very emotional and heavy grief loss episode. So she's clearly just knocking it out of the park with this kind of writing props to the writers for giving that like stuff but good for her for allowing us to see how difficult it was for jack to be hearing this to not want to be hearing it but accepting it and really really dealing with Mm -hmm. the consequences of all Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. cherry thoughts on that at all and jack and this Jack is having a hard time with his old Jiminy Cricket whispering (laughs) naughtiness in his ears. And I still feel like he has a little bit of his soul left. He still isn't really what I'd call evil. Um, But like this whispering in his ear, almost like someone who has depression. And you're constantly hearing this, this drumbeat of something in your head. And you're unable to separate it out. I think that's the issue. I think when Marina was watching him interact, she knew... Something emotional was going on, but she also knew it was, like, anger and sadness. It's, like, the tsunami in him. And if they don't pull him back, then, yes, I have to agree with all of you, especially you, saying he will end up being the big bad because he'll just go over a chasm. But it's supernatural, so you know they can always save you and bring you back. But why did why did Rowena help Jack as much as she did? She was stalling. She yeah. was trying to get make sure that she kept him calm because she saw that he was losing it, like he was losing his stuff. And so they were trying. She was trying to keep him calm and probably, in essence, a little self preservation because she knew that he had hulked out and killed Mary. So let me keep this boy as calm as I can. I don't know why she let him in. I said that I was like he would not get in my house. After I, because I, because you know, he's a little, don't let the crazy guy in. Like, no one, no one home. No one's here. And then he would probably blast the door down with magic or something. Exactly, because he sent her back in there after he, she wasn't going to do what he wanted. Which was so aggressive. So aggressive. And she just like flips her hair and kind of like, I love her. I love that she was like on the sofa afterwards and she was just like, oh, I've been attacked. I need wine. It was like one of those things where somebody falls on one of the fainting couches. Yeah. Yeah. A very Scarlet O'Hara moment, <laughs> and she just plays it so well. I mean, but he didn't kill her, because he still is didn't. trying to control himself. Mm-hmm. And um, well, The guilt Rina of Mary already. kind of cares about him. She likes him. She doesn't hate him when she's dead. And she was trying to counsel him and get him calm. And she seemed to have a better understanding of how to deal with him and his emotional distraughtness than Mary did. Because Mary was like a yippee chihuahua. It's okay, and he's like, I need space. Get away from me. 
And for one instant, and we all have bad thoughts for an instant. It's just that we don't have the power, the power mm-hmm. to do anything. Yeah. I might think, I hope you get in a car accident. Well, Mary and the fall. Mary and the rest but of the Winchesters are like it. they're like Gryffindors. They just go. <laughs> they, have, they just go. They have courage. Rowena's a Slytherin because she knows how to survive. Coming from a Slytherin, I'm wearing green. Ayo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what just happened, guys. No, I love this. This is this is a good <laughs> no, fandom. But, but Connecting, it is, yes. It is part of um, who she is. She is a survivor. She's brought herself back however many times. She plans it. ahead, whereas the Winchesters don't really. And that's the problem, is that she's planned ahead for what's happened to her so she can resurrect herself where this wasn't planned for Mary. So however Mary comes back, we don't know what her form is going to be. And that's where I was worried because I'm like, all right, Jack is bringing her back. What is actually going to happen here if he does bring her back? And we find out that it's basically just an empty body, mm-hmm. a lifeless, empty body. I'm not I buying back, it yet. I want to backtrack for one second because uh, Stephen Britton asked a, a really good question. Okay. He says, um, how did Jack read the Book of the Dam? It took the codex for Rowena to do it. He's a Nephilim. Yeah. Mm. He's got special powers, like, I think. Yeah. Really? He's still mm-hmm. two. Okay, he's he sounds part, entitled. But he's part, yeah. but he's part God. You yeah. know, like it, it's yeah. He's just archangel. archangel. Yeah, he's got like mm. you know different skills that you know. Hmm. Okay, yeah. that's it what seemed I like. Say. I thought it was a really that's good question because yeah. I just he just gonna sit down and do a whole spell. Yes, but if and if that's the case, why why take Rowena? Just take the book because he wanted Rowena to do the spell. Because he didn't think he could, because he doesn't really know how to put everything together. He doesn't know what the things are. He wants to so be seen. So he wanted seen. it done right. He wants to be seen mm. doing good. Yes, and he wants to be Oh, he needed a witness. He needed validation. Yeah, okay, that makes That's sense. That's why he, she, he yeah. kept saying to her, do this, and she just kept, ref- she was like, I cannot. And I, but I also love that she stood firm in that. Mm-hmm. I think she needed to stand firm in that. And he needed to see the repercussion of his actions, and then hear back from Nick Lucifer that... They'll never forgive you now. They'll never trust you. They'll never forgive you. I think he's right about the they'll never trust you. It's possible they can forgive, but they will never trust again, ever. I think they might trust. I mean, they've all, I mean, they've killed numerous supernatural creatures, some of which weren't really what I'd call evil. They were just living their lives. But they haven't killed any, they haven't killed their mom, though. Like, if somebody kills your mom... That was an accident. Okay. I was actually going to bring up Rowena. Accidentally killed my mom. (laughs) She was technically not great in the beginning, right? Oh, but she was always awesome, though. I know she was always awesome. She was always awesome. She was one of those people that you just kind of loved. Like, she was one of the bads, but she just loved She was like a spike from Buffy. She Mm -hmm. was like that. Yeah, you still were going to love her no matter what she did. But yeah, you kill... We're already questioning you and who you are, and if you're really here to do good or bad. You're a son of Lucifer... And then you kill their mom. Yeah. The only reason he's not getting beat up right now is because they know they'll lose. (laughs) That's the only reason. That's not happening. Um, (laughs) I mean, and God, would he even commit some sort of suicide just to not have the voices? That's pretty dark. Oh, I don't, yeah, he's not going to do that. That's dark commentary on like reality, too. Right. Yeah, I, I, I hope the voice goes away. The voice. I do too, because I think it's only going to drive much. him further it's and deeper, and yeah. he needs to not have that voice there. He needs a little guidance from Cass. Yes. Or Cass from, had redemption. Mm-hmm. So. Or from um, Duma. 
Even though she's neither good nor bad Ooh, to me. Ooh, I don't know if I like her, but let's get into her during yeah. predictions because <laughs> I don't want to talk about her just yet. <laughs> struck a chord. Struck a chord. She's up to something. <laughs> she's up to something. Um, I did, like I said earlier, I loved the the pink lightning smoke mm-hmm. stuff that was happening. Uh, and of course, we did have a bunch of flashbacks, as uh, you mm-hmm. guys had said earlier, about seeing Mary with Sam and Dean and the little moments that they had. And then, of course, we had the montage yes. of her, you know, like final moments and the dinner. Because I think the dinner was the best thing, and that came like during the 300th episode, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think that was just like the moment. I, like I said, I think we've all known that someone was going to die, and it was. I, my thought was it was going to be Mary. So to have that moment with John and the boys, she got the family dinner. They got the family dinner they always wanted. It does kind of tie it up with a nice little bow, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the traditional, what do we have to do? A, right. hunter's, a hunter's burial. Burn yes. the body. And seeing Cass wanting to show Dean comfort and Sam stopping him and saying, that scene was actually my favorite scene in this show on a personal level because when I was younger, I used to have a horrible temper. I went and I would just hulk out. And my brother was the only one who could like calm me down. And so that, and if, and if I was in my calm down phase and you would come over and try to talk to me, I would just hulk back out. So my brother would do that constantly. He would just tell people, not yet. Like just, you know. And so you just, that sibling where it's literally, we've been through hell and back together. And only Sam is really going to understand. Because right now, on the outside looking in, Dean's grieving, he's vulnerable, he's hurt. Now would be the perfect time to say, hey, man, you know, I'm sorry, whatever. Sam's like, nah, this, this ain't Not the time. Yet. This ain't the time. <laughs> so I just really loved that that scene because it really played up the sibling attachment, you know? Brendan or Cherry, any thoughts about that final it's scene? It's the Winchesters against the world. And that was just a reminder that's how it was in the beginning and that's how it will probably be at the end where it's basically the two of them. I mean, they have people on the periphery, but when it comes right down to it, they will tear down the gates of hell, they'll tear down the gates of heaven for each other. And to a certain degree, cast you, but when it comes down to it, it's Sam and Dean against the world. Yeah, I really couldn't put it better myself. Yeah, I, I liked asked. what you said. It's like, it's how they started, and it's probably mm-hmm. how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. I've been asked, do you think that being evil is a rite of passage for... Sam and Dean. Being know. evil? Yeah, I don't know if I think that. That if they're evil? I don't, well, that's what he said. He says being evil, you know, is, uh, he says being evil is Winchester rite of passage. I, I mean, get, I get what he's saying, evil. yeah, because they've all been possessed. evil at once. So maybe yeah. this is just Jack's evil time. Bad, bad moment. Yeah, yeah. Terrible too. <laughs> it is a terrible really too. <laughs> it really like is. Right. Yeah, so maybe, maybe. I mean, Castro was evil for a minute. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So maybe this is just it, but I still think he's the big bad. Well, I, I love the look. I love the look. I'm just thinking about Nick Lucifer being in Jack's head and trying to get rid of that and trying to be better that it is going to be the boys against him. This is going to create conflict, but I don't know how it's going to come into play with the end of the season. So I just don't know. So I think it looks like just from the can we can I talk about the previews we saw or are we uh, let's wait? Uh, let's get into our specials. Let's finish up any uh, thoughts about the rest of the episode and then we'll get into some predictions. Yes. 
cool. and all the other stuff. Um, obviously, a very touching and emotional episode, and we just got to be ready to see what's going to come up for yes. the rest of this season, and then on a scale of one to puddles and puddles of tears on the floor, how bad do you think this season is going to end, like emotionally? Do you think it's going to match this episode, or do you think it will get worse and worse and worse? I think it'll get worse. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a bad one. Oh, no. I don't think it's gonna be more emotional. I think it's gonna be more oh my god, you know, intense. Um, I think it's gonna be hard to play up this level of pulling at your heartstring when things are just getting you intense. Know. Is a good word, yeah. and mm-hmm. you're right. We lost Mary. Unless we're mm-hmm. losing somebody else, you're right. Maybe intense is a better word. Right, everybody. Dark. Oh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Emotional episode this week. Intense coming at you in the next couple of weeks for the last two episodes. Get those Kleenex ready. Get the yeah. Kleenex ready. But speaking of how Cass is still a part of the family, Jack is a part of the family, they're all a family, our little special segment is talking about the worst fight you had with your family. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna give you the mild version. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll start. Um, and it wasn't even really a family. It was more of my mom, and I will never ever forget this. I said something so mean to her. I didn't call her a name, but I said something that a darn college student that was living on her own for at least a year or two and thought they knew everything and didn't need their mom. And I snapped back at her with something. And she looked at me and I was waiting because I was like, ooh, I'm going to get slapped across the face because that's (laughs) what I deserve. And she gave me the look and walked away. Oh, that's even worse. It was the worst feeling in the entire world because I knew everything I said was just, it hit her, resonated, disappointed her so much, and I have felt guilty for that literally since it happened, and I apologize to her after, but that was just the worst feeling, and I I wish I could, I don't wish I could remember what I said because it it should not be something that I live and think about, Mm -hmm. but that, that look on, on your mom's face your dad's face when they when they, you make them that mad yeah. and they don't even scold you they're like I'm gonna let you deal with this oh, and you're like no the worst yeah. alright Jack I'm I'm literally I feel like I'm sweating I know <laughs> I'm like just the silence got me like my stomach just went oof yeah my stomach's like that but I need a burrito <laughs> <laughs> Jackie what are you what's your uh, our, our worst my, this is the mild this is definitely not the worst but it, it put a rift um, between me and my family for um, a good two, three months, which is the longest. Oh, um, wow. And it was when I originally had uh, moved to New York. Um, I got signed into a, a music deal, and it went bust really quickly. So I had to come back, you know, with my tail between my legs. But I was like, I'm not, I hated, I hated Colorado with all of my being, right? So ended up in another band that moved, was moving to LA. Perfect. So I told my parents, I was like, I'm moving to LA. And I kid you not, they had a freaking intervention. It was my whole entire family, aunts, uncles, cousins that I didn't even know were cousins, 
<laughs> were in the house to tell me that I was going to just fail. I, I should stay there and work. And like, just to be in that room in that moment. And I don't think they realized what they were saying to me. I think yeah. that they, because there's a family. Thought we were being protective. Yeah, there's a family business that I could have easily just, you know, walked into and be very financially secure. So for them, this made no sense. And so, but just to be in a room full of people and you're the only one in that room who believes in your vision was the worst feeling I've ever had. And I didn't talk to anyone for three months. I literally packed my car up like three days later and drove yeah, to LA. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's oh like God. yeah, the yeah. yeah. What you got? Oh Brenda, what you got here, burrito? I'm like, I'm just the ghost of my pastor coming into my eyes. I'm like, oh god. Um, I remember vividly. It like was the first time I think I ever had a huge, dramatic fight with my family. Um, when I was in uh, fourth grade, I think it was early. It was really early. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm glad that you can remember that. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember uh, I didn't want to go to school. Um, I was, like, homeschooled and then in school, like, on and off through um, middle school and high school because I was doing work for theaters and stuff like that. And I remember I didn't want to go to um, school that day. So... My mom was like, okay, we'll call the principal or whatever. And then my dad got really upset because he wanted me to go to school. And, uh, he, like, every, like, I don't remember even when it started, but, like, everyone just started yelling. It was like, he has to go to school. No, he's not going to go to school. <laughs> like, it was ridiculous. But I remember getting really upset, and I was, like, crying. And then my dad was like, I can't do this anymore. And was like, I'm going to leave. Just, it was dramatic. It wasn't, yeah. like, a real thing. Um, but in the moment, I was like, oh, my God. Th what? This turned into a huge this, fight. This like, actually <laughs> happening. Not going to school. Yeah, so I remember, like, stopping him at the door, and I was like, no, no, you can't do this. No, I'll go to school or whatever. And then I ran oh. back to my room, and dealing with all of these emotions that I'd never really experienced before, I had some, like, ridiculous Pirates of the Caribbean poster on my wall. I got up on my bed. I ripped it off the wall. I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just went to town on my room. And then I went to school and everything was fine. Because you thought he wow. was going to leave, leave. Yeah. And oh, he was just being dramatic. Wow. Like, yeah, you know, wow. my, fam my family can be very dramatic. Um, so, But to a kid who was in fourth grade, sure, right. you don't know that's just <laughs> playing around. You don't no. know that people yeah, yeah. are just crazy sometimes. Like, I was ready to rage. I did sort of. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So I know. Oh. Well, my story is kind of weird, but my sister moved to New York City, and I like animals, and I love funny animal videos. So I sent her the hilarious video of the rats running down the subway car and then walking up some guy. So I sent it to my sister, and I said, cute animal video. And I sent it to her, and she watched it. She went super upset because she said, I ride the Metro every day and I'm scared that there's oh. rats and don't send me any more videos. So, of course, I said, I won't send you any more rat videos. But then I saw Pizza Rat. Oh, and that was no. A cute video. It's a cute video. I sent her Pizza Rat video. She got so mad at me, she didn't talk to me for months. And to this day, if I send her a video, she makes me tell her what it is. Oh. And if I'm lying, she'll get like crazy mad. But once again, Pizza Rat was cute. Wait, so she's that, she has that strong an aversion to rats. 
I guess. I mean, she lives in New York. If she lives in New York, they are everywhere. I mean, yeah, they're but they're it's like fearful. Are but, they? But it was Why would you be afraid of it if it it's part of your daily life? life. I feel like this is the dramatic side of the table. (laughs) I just went, you you are dramatic. Do not. Do not deny it. Demonize. It's okay. It's National Sibling Day, so you know. And it's National Sibling Day yesterday, so. (laughs) All right. Well, now that we've talked enough about ourselves and you guys are. uh, They said we are depressing. They said these stories are so depressing. Oh my God, you're not wrong. You guys, we had to keep with the theme of the episode. It was such a downer episode. But let's talk about something good. And Cherry, happy. you've got some good news for us, yes, right? Yes, we've got some exciting news. Well, you lucky Supernatural fans in Chicago, guess who's coming to Chicago? Our own Wawina and Mary whoop, for whoop. the Creation Supernatural uh, panel. They're doing photos and they're attending a panel. So I hope you guys got your tickets. It'll be super fun. I'm super jealous of Chicago. And then... The Padalecki's are, of course, doing good as usual. They're doing a 5K challenge. And you can do a digital run, and you'll get a custom badge. And, of course, Rum Fuzzy's doing good. And you can also go on the website and get a super cool T-shirt for $25.99 to $39.99 to support the fun run because it's helping girls do sports. And girls like doing sports. Equality! Yay! Yay! All right. Well, let's get in some predictions then before we finish up the show because I know that Jackie's so excited to talk about something that she's going to love. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right. So we get a Bobby sighting. Great to have Bobby back. He's very mad and knows this can only go one way. It's only going to end one way. And this is my issue. We got Duma telling Jack that he has a glorious destiny, and I'm a little bit afraid. She's playing both sides, um, and Castiel says Jack is a powerful being, um, but uh, both Sam and Dean need to sign off on the fact that Jack is powerful, which could lead to him being the big bad. Jackie, tell me your thoughts, predictions, all the good stuff. Okay, so... Um, I just, I kind of saw somebody thinking something similar, um, Robana, I think it is, in the, in the chat, uh, who said that Duma, I think she might be the empty. I agree. I think that she might yes. be the empty That's and she is going to be manipulating Jack to become this. That's why I said earlier, I think he's going to be this omnipotent thing like she's gonna kind of make him be god and because he's got all these powers people will worship him and he's going to she's going to manipulate him to make basically armageddon because she also wants to stick it to castiel to sam to dean so i think that she is going to be the puppet master for jack and make him the big bad Oh my God, that's a lot to take in. But see, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I think she's playing both sides. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, that I agree with you. I think she might be the empty too because wasn't she, wasn't the empty in her before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I 100% think that this this girl is just bad news and that's why I don't like her. That's why I didn't want to talk about her. Now I'm talking about her. <laughs> yep. Giving it life. But I, I'm with you. I, I think she's, I think this is only going to, this is not going to end well for Jack um, being close with her. And if he's trying to kind of give Sam and Dean space, Mm -hmm. this is just not the person to give space and then go talk to, especially with Nick Lucifer on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. How do we know Nick isn't really Doom of the Empty and really whispering things into his ears? Oh, like she's also 
his subconscious. Yes. Oh, ooh, I like ooh. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Imagine him. Oh God, that. Could, so we could potentially even get an episode where everyone or most of the characters are in Jack's mind. Ooh. And he doesn't know dun, who to dun, trust. That is terrifying. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I get another dramatic beat. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Two in one episode. I'm on a roll, guys. Yes. Um. Wow. That could be... I would be here for that. If, mm-hmm. if You're he going like, to be here for it either way. No, yeah. either way. That would be very, like, 100%, 150% on board with the idea of an, a whole episode devoted to Jack's mind. Mm. And him just being like, what did I do at the end? Right. And, like, everyone's dead. I like it. Ooh, I like it. Oh, I hope not. Oh, I hope not either. Jack, no. I think next week we are going to have a major fight because Bobby is going to try and use his emotional connection with Sam and Dean to influence them to kill Jack. He's never been super cool with Jack. He's found him to be a useful tool, but he doesn't like Angel, so Mm. he doesn't like Jack anyway. And then I'm hoping we'll see Rowena, where she'll be the... um, um, Jiminy Cricket on their shoulder saying, once again, Jack isn't an adult. He looks like an adult. He's still a child. And you guys really need to, like, sort of get back on the train of guiding him to being a better Nephilim. Yeah. Well... You guys, that's a that's a whole lot of predictions. There's a lot of future stuff. I love this idea that we have voices in Jack's head that mm-hmm. we could have a whole episode on just all the things that he's thinking and going through because we saw so many flashbacks in this episode. So it'd be a great way to kind of like finish up this season. Uh, next week we are going to talk about, because it is episode 19 and episode 20 is the final episode this season, we're going to talk about a little giveaway... We're going to be doing, I have, we have something special that we'll be giving away. And we'll let, yeah. Spoilers. You got to stay tuned for next week's episode and find out. And we'll let you guys know what it is. And then. uh, It's a lap dance from Jack. Ooh, I'm glad you didn't say E I, at the end. I, I was like, we, no, it's not. Sandy. I wish we could give you that. But um, we've got something fun for you. So stay tuned for next week so that uh, we can fill you in on what that is and what you'll need to do. And we'll announce the winner on the season finale, which Yay. is in two weeks. All right, everybody. Where can everyone find you in the interim? So you can find me on Tuesdays at The Rookie and... Cherry underscore LA on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me, Brendan Haley, at Brendan Haley on Instagram, Brendo Hales on Twitter. I'm also here at AfterBuzz TV doing Queer Eye, which we are on episode five, episode six, I believe. So tune into that, you guys. <laughs> Can't speak. <laughs> Hey everybody, don't forget I'm Jackie Ray. You can follow me on all things social media at jraythefanatic or online at jraythefanatic.com. And I am also here on Mondays doing The Order. Hey guys, this is Lindsay here. You can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Sorry to be the downers, but hopefully next week we have more excitement and positivity and forgiveness. We will see you then. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. 
So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.